So you lost your job. What to do next? Hey, this is Jack Kelly with the We Creator Podcast, and today I'd like to talk to you about uh, kind of a tough, tough uh, uh, situation. If you were currently working and really happy and everything was going great, and then all of a sudden somebody pulls you into HR, says we have to talk, and you know what's going to happen next. You make that long walk. You take uh, the elevator to the HR, you know, human resources floor. You walk in and then, you know, you see your boss, your manager, all these serious looking people, you know, all, all going, harumph, harumph, you know, very, you know, <laughs> very corporate. And you're like, in your mind, like, son of a bitch, I know what's happening. And sometimes this comes out of the blue. Other times, you know, you kind of saw the writing on the wall, but you were just hoping you know, hoping that it wouldn't happen to you. But uh, unfortunately, it does. And you're given your papers. They say goodbye. Some, some burly security guard walks you down, which is humiliating, awkward, infuriating, because you're thinking, hey, I was good enough to work here, you know, for 10 years. Now, what am I going to do? What do you think? I'm going to just steal every computer and every file and walk out of here? Or I'm going to just, uh, you know, you know, run amok in the hallways? So, but you, you leave and you're in disbelief. So today, what I'd like to talk about is what to do when this happens. Because this, this happens. Unfortunately, it happens uh, quite often. And, you know, let, let, let me put this in perspective. Because what's really frustrating, what I see, is that uh, there's a misrepresentation in terms of what's going on in the job market. You know, on one uh, corner, you see the uh, news reports and uh, everything saying, wow, this is a fantastic market. Full employment, record low unemployment, best job market ever, best stock market ever, hitting all-time highs. So the feeling is, wow, things are good. But I, I think most people agree with me. Despite hearing all that, you know, goodness in our own lives, not so, you know, it's not really the case. You know, you know, you see tui college tuition going up. You see the prices of homes going up. You know, when you buy things in store, the prices of goods and services going up. That's the economics word. So I guess clothes, <laughs> clothes, you know, food, you know, things like that are, are kind of increasing. So it's not as perfect as they make it out to be or that, you know, you would think it should be. But here's what really happens when you're laid off and it's, it's in the context of a bad market. Because, I mean, a good market. Because if it's a bad market, then it's easy. You're like, all right, I was laid off. It's happening to everybody. Think of 2008, 2009, right, in the midst of the financial crisis. There, there were so many people being laid off. What was probably like 10% unemployment? Um, forget about the you know, underemployment and people who are just, just you know, holding on by their fingertips. Um, so, you know, it would stink, but you were in with a large amount of other people. Everybody would understand. Fast forward now, you kind of wonder, hey, is it me? Why, you know, what's going on here? I'm confused. It seems like it's a great economy. Things are going well. Why me? And here's a curious thing that happens with individuals. When times are good, Everybody is really excited to be social and brag about what they're doing, you know, get a new car, go on these amazing trips, buy a bigger house. 
and, and, and when they meet their friends, how are you doing, Bob? Everything's doing great. Thanks for asking. Got a promotion. You know, my stocks are doing fantastic. How are you? And if you're the guy or woman who is laid off, yeah, what are you going to say? It's awkward. So what happens is people start pulling back. They don't go to functions. They avoid their co former colleagues, their peers, their family, because you feel, hey, what, you know, what's up? This is, this is you know, I, I feel like I did something wrong. I feel bad about myself. I'm losing confidence. And the more you pull, you know, the more time that goes on, the more you pull back. So, but here's what I want to do is show you that kind of mentality that kind of activity is the exact opposite of what you should do. And it's, and it's really difficult because that's the human reaction. You pull back. You just had a loss. It's, it's scary. It's frustrating. It's maybe humiliating. Maybe, you know, you didn't deserve it and you're angry and you got to deal with that. So I would say something a little different. The first thing I would do is you can grieve. It's okay. It's all right to be pissed off. It's all right to be angry. It's okay to be resentful. You know, we shy away from that in, in life, but no, sometimes it's good to just get it out of your system. You know, get, get out that anger, you know, that, that discouragement, that disappointment. You know, grieve a little bit. It's a loss. You know, um, no pun intended is a job loss, but it's a loss. It's like a relationship that's been severed. It's tough to bounce back right away. And most people can, and it takes time. So the first thing you do is definitely you can take the time to, to kind of grieve. And you can feel sorry for yourself for a little bit. You know, you don't want it to linger on month after month, but you, you know, you could feel that for a little bit. However, you have to then turn things around. Have to. There's no two choices about it. You have to dust yourself off, get yourself back up, and start doing things. Here's what you have to do. Number one, first, once you get your strength back, you want to find out from the company as much as you can what happened and why it happened. Because for most people, when they're in the midst of being laid off, everything is swirling. You know, the room is, you know, spinning around. You really don't know what just hit you, and it's hard to really focus and get a, get a handle on everything. So you want to get the nuts and bolts. What happened? What went wrong? And what are you going to say when I interview and go for a job and they ask for a reference? Are you going to say that it was an you know, that it was a reorganization and, you know, Jane Doe was fantastic and great and I give her great, a great recommendation or are you going to say something else? You also want to find out what you may or may not be leaving behind. Do they owe you money? Do they owe you sick days? Do they owe you vacation time? Is there some, well, what's going to happen with your 401k? What's going to happen with any maybe restricted stock you have? So you really want to take inventory of now that you're clear-headed, what's owed to you? And then also, if presume everything, you know, it was one of those unfortunate things, they had to do it, they feel bad, see if you can get right then and there some sort of written statement showing or even kind of push for a recommendation. Hey, you know, John Smith was great. He's wonderful. There's a reorg. I highly recommend him you know, and, and, and get that, you know, together so you don't have to scramble three weeks later, a month later, two months later when it's, it's out of their minds. They don't care. They're not going to return your phone call. You want to do it, you know, still when it's fresh. Then what you want to do, you get your own financial, you know, uh, house in order. You want to make sure 
all right, do I have enough money to last me? You know, what, you know, can I collect unemployment? Check on that. Check on your rainy day fund or how much money you have because that's reality. Do you have enough money to get you through? Hopefully you do. If not, you have to figure out how to support yourself until you get that next job, whether it's getting some sort of gig, a part-time job, um, or just have to get a job really quickly. So think it through. Get in touch with your accountant or whoever in your family does the books to really get a sense of, you know, how long can you last? Now, hopefully, God will, you could last a long time and you really don't have to worry. But you want to prepare, you know, for the worst. You want to prepare that, hey, I might be looking for a long period of time and I have to be able to support myself so I don't freak out. And also, I just don't take the worst job because it's the first one that's offered. And then I feel, gosh, what did I do? What a mistake. Then here's the tough part. Here's the tough part. You got you to get up every morning and treat this like a job. You have to start, you know, looking at Indeed, ZipRecruiter. You can look at my new startup, WeCruiter, where you can connect with recruiters. Indeed, uh, LinkedIn. Uh, I'd say Monster and some of the others, but I don't know if they're any good anymore. I'm not. I'm not disparaging it. It's just it's kind of a winnowing of you know the players in this space. But you got to you know get up, start looking for any jobs that are out there. Take the time to update your resume. Make sure it looks good, sharp. There's no reason you only have to have one copy of it or one version of it. You could have several different versions tailored for the job that you want. With LinkedIn, you want to make sure it's updated, it looks tight, your picture's on there, so that when people look for you, you stand out and they'll see you when recruiters are searching and HR people and hiring managers are searching for people who fit their roles. Um, then you want to get back to your colleagues. Hey, do they have any leads? You want to network. If there are any events to go to, to go to those events. Um, then it's time to interview. And it's going to be rough. So I would suggest you do a lot of planning. What that means is you want to have an elevator pitch for yourself. An elevator pitch, for those who aren't familiar with the term, is really kind of in 30 seconds to a minute to a minute and change where you could clearly, concisely articulate why you're the best at what you do and why that company should hire you. Sounds easy when I say it, but it's not so easy. You know, most people have a really tough time articulating what they do for a living, what makes them so special. Other people aren't necessarily comfortable with bragging about themselves. So they don't like beating their chest and say, I am the greatest accountant in the world. You have to hire me. So they have to find a way to kind of work on it. And the best way to work on it is just practice. Don't rely on just saying it in your head because when you say it in your head, it always sounds awesome. But then the first time you say it out loud, that's <laughs> so awesome. You know, it sounds really terrible. So I would, yep, say it in your head, run it around a few times, but then you want to share it, you know, out loud. Uh, first, you could do it just by yourself, which is going to sound really weird. But then you could ask you know, maybe your spouse, a friend, someone just to listen. Then once you're doing that, maybe role play a little bit. If you haven't been in the job market for a while, you want to role play a little bit about, you know, what... Uh, you know, what questions they'll ask, how you'll answer those questions, how you say, sell yourself, how you want to come across, you know, how you feel comfortable coming across. So go through that. 
And then, and then it's just, just putting your head down and forging ahead. And this is where it gets tough because the job market is not easy. Despite what you, know, you read in the papers and the news and watch on the news is that it's, it's really tough to find something, particularly if you're a mid to senior level person. If you're a mid to senior level person, what's happening now, and be prepared, I hate to tell you this, but be prepared. There's a lot of nearshoring jobs, a lot of offshoring jobs, a lot of automation that's taking the place of jobs. So sometimes for some areas, it's not as hot as you'd like it to be. Now, others, it could be really hot. So it really depends on where you are. But I always go from the frame of reference, you know, as a recruiter and in this podcast and my writings for Forbes, is to look at the worst case scenario. Because anyone can look at the bright side and say, hey, everything's great, everything's wonderful, yay. That's easy. You know what I mean? That's the easy thing to do. You know, and then, and then if I would just do that and say everything, yeah, don't worry, you got laid off, you're going to get a job. You go get them. You're going to get that job tomorrow. Well, yeah, that's, everyone say, Jack, you're the best. You're awesome. But I, yeah, maybe that'll happen. And I hope it does. But if that happens, that's easy. You don't need me for that. That's cool. It's great that it worked that way. I think you need to hear some of the things to be prepared for. You know, the curveballs that could be thrown at you so you're prepared. So yeah, be prepared. It might not be as easy as it was. Now, you may have buddies who you know, found a job a year ago, two years ago, three years ago, four years ago, and it was easy. And they're going to say, oh, yeah, don't worry. It's easy. Yeah, you'll get a next job. I'd take it with a grain of salt. There, the time may be different. What they did for a living is different. But go in, think of the worst, hoping for the best. Be prepared. You know, you'll get, it'll take time, it'll take effort, you'll get a lot of doors slammed on you. Also, the way the market is now, if you haven't looked in a while, it sucks. It sucks. It's brutal. You have to fill out these glitchy applications, then you just upload your resume, you don't hear back, you go in an interview, you get ghosted. You know, people treat you rudely. It sucks. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Trust me, I do this every day for a living. It's brutal. And, but it is what it is. You know what I mean? This is what it is. You can't, you can't change this game. This is, how, this is what's going on. The only thing is I could give you, you know, the intelligence to be prepared. So if you don't get a call back, if you don't get feedback, if you go for an interview and you never hear from them again, this way you don't feel, oh my, it, it, let it hit your ego, like what just happened? This is what happens. This happens to a lot of people. So you have to be prepared for that. All right. So I don't, I don't want to really, you know, I've been told by my marketing folks here, I got to keep these podcasts short because if you haven't noticed, I, I could really talk a whole lot and keep <laughs> rambling on. In fact, you know, I don't, I don't know. I'll share this with you. I, I don't know if this is really lame or this is really a testament to my motivation. It's a Sunday. It's about 3 o'clock. It's beautiful. And I'm in the office doing this podcast. So I don't know. You, you think of what you will. Is that because I'm super motivated? Uh, is it because I'm a complete loser with nothing else, no social life except for work or a combination? I don't know, but I'm here. And so I'm supposed to keep it short. I'm looking. It's a code on 15 minutes. So I think, uh, you know, you know the, the, the folks who, you know, uh, market the podcast and edit the podcast will be really super happy. And I'll wrap up with this. Listen. This happens to everyone at one time. I, I don't think I've ever come across uh, a prof corporate professional who's been in the workforce for 10, 15 plus years who has not been confronted with a layoff, a downsize, a termination. Sometimes it was a reorg. Sometimes maybe the person did something wrong. It just it happens. It happens to everybody. But you wouldn't know it because people don't talk about it. So you're not alone. Feel free to talk about it. Don't let it get you down. Don't let it define you. Don't let it get you depressed. 
Use this as energy to move forward. Find out exactly why you were laid off. Get any, everything in writing. Make sure you're not leaving anything on the table financially from them. Make sure you can maybe, the best case, get sort of severance package. Make sure maybe they can give you a reference. And this way, when you move forward, you know when a new employer calls, you're going to get a good you know, reference. Uh, get your own financial house in order. Make sure everything's fine. Spruce up LinkedIn. Spruce up uh, your resume. Go to the different job boards. Check out places like Recruiter.com and other, you know, you know, ZipRecruiter, Indeed.com, you know, any other place you could find jobs, post a resume, and to get out there. And don't be embarrassed about what's happening. You know, look at it as this is a chance to make a change. Maybe this was the kick in the ass that you needed to do something different. Maybe you really kind of weren't, you know, you didn't love your job that much anymore. You were stuck and you just needed something. Even if that didn't happen, think that way. Hey, this is my opportunity to move forward. This is where I could start a new life. I could reinvent myself. I, I could look back and say, oh my God, this is the best thing that happened to me because if I didn't get laid off, I still would be there. Five years ago, die, I still be there, 10 still be there. And now look at me, look what I'm doing. I'm earning more money, I'm happier, I have uh, promotions and big bonuses. This is great. That's the attitude you have to take. Take the attitude, I'm going to take, take this situation, and yeah, it sucks, it hurts, it's frustrating, it, it gets me angry, but I'm going to use all those things to fuel me to move forward. You know, to be that drive, that motivation to move forward, to get a better job, to have more money, to have a better career, to move forward and not let that get to you and not let that bring you down. And that way you'll be a role model for your family to see, hey, I remember my mom and dad, they, they had a tough time, but they didn't give up and they fought and they plugged hard and look, they got a better job and that was awesome. And that's how you have to look at it. And when things go, when, when you don't get calls back, when you don't, your resumes aren't answered, you know, to hell with them. You'll find a place that wants you and it'll happen. You know, if you give it time and you give it your all and you treat it like a job, I'm, I'm sure you'll find something. I can't tell you when and where, but if you have that energy, that motivation, and, you, and you're good at what you do, eventually you'll land. If you're lucky, maybe you land something quicker. If not so lucky, it takes longer, but you will get something. So I, I wish you the best of luck out there. I'm sorry about the circumstances. Um, as always with these podcasts, if you ever have any questions, if you like to have someone to be a sounding board, you know, to run by different ideas, we'll, we'll have, you know, my information, my direct contact information on there. So feel free to reach out and I'd be glad to help you offline. And I, I wish you, you know, good luck in a challenging time. And thank you very much for listening to the podcast. Goodbye.